your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. I'd like to welcome you to Foundation Friday number 44. And last week, I talked about practice emphasis, um, things you want to implement as far as cultural things and things to think about there. And I wanted to go very quickly uh, this week into practice execution or implementation and planning and and how to plan your season, your individual practices. Um, I would be really interested, let me say this first off, I would be really interested to know how people manage their time and practices, what their practice plans look like. In the couple of years that I took off, I got to see a lot of different practice plans going to visit other coaches. Uh, they were very, very generous with their knowledge and and opened up their doors to me to come and take a look at things. And, and I've got my ideas. I've kind of poached from different folks. Uh, but I would be very interested to hear what the listeners have to say about practice planning and using time wisely in practices. Uh, what I do, and everybody's different, what I do is I believe in over-planning for practice so that it's easier to make adjustments along the way. Uh, I have a, a four-step process that I look at when I'm planning my practices for the season, and I literally start with the season. Uh, I, I start with the 30,000-foot the view and then work my way down to the ground personally. Uh, I really think about beginning with the end in mind. And one of the things that I did my last four or five years and will be doing again this year, I've already done it. I actually took a picture of this and I'll be attaching it to uh, the Twitter handle, a pen and a napkin, is I have a calendar with my entire season laid out on my desk. And it's got our games, it's got our days off, and I've got our entire season laid out in front of me every single day. And so what I do is I work backwards with uh, having the end in mind. And I actually got this idea from Tony La Russa. As much as, as a Cubs fan, I hate to give credit to the Cardinals, but, you know, I'm going to roll with it. Um, and he had a season where he felt like their season was going to come down to their last series and maybe even to the last day of the season. And so around August 1st, he went and he decided who does he want pitching the very last game of the season. And he worked his pitching rotation backwards to August 1st. And he planned out his pitching rotation for the rest of the season. And sure enough, that particular year, their season, their playoff berth came down to that very last game. And because he had thought about that on August 1st, he was ready to go on September 30th and they ended up winning the game. They ended up, ended up making the playoffs. And I'm pretty sure it was like 2010, maybe it was the year where they had a kind of a middling regular season record, but they caught fire and they ended up winning the World Series. So that's where I kind of got the idea from. Um, I think when you have that full calendar in front of you, it allows you to plan for your entire season and it gives you uh, the opportunity to say, okay, where does this fit in? Now, there's two different scenarios that you're in. Uh, my last coaching job, when I was a head coach for 13 years, I could look at and I could say, okay, we've got Pius on February 2nd. So I know I'm going to want this in for the Pius game. So on January 20th, I want to put this in so that it's ready to go for Pius on February 2nd, as an example. I really believe that if, and, and I got this from our football coach at Scott Catholic, Matt Terman, um, if you want something to work 
on a Friday night, you need to install it not that week, but the week before. So if we're if we're getting ready to play Pius, if, if this is a football, if we're going to play Pius week four, I got to start putting in concepts uh, in, in practice week three, and we play out week three, and then we really tighten those concepts on week four so it'll work for that game. And I think that's what you need to, to think about. As a basketball coach, I think if you want something in for a particular opponent, you've got to start implementing that anywhere from six to eight practices out from playing that team so that your kids feel fairly comfortable, as comfortable as they can in running that. Now this year, it's a little bit different because I don't have a great idea as to what a lot of the teams that I'm going to play against are going to run. So I'm going to kind of focus on what I would like to implement in there just for the good of our team. And as our scouting reports start to come in and as I really start analyzing tape on teams for this year, I'll start filling that calendar in. But it's going to be a little bit different this year. Um, so from there, I go from the from the sixty four thousand or the the thirty thousand foot view down a level, and I have a weekly practice grid that I use, and and I've used it in the past. I, I haven't used it as much lately, but I think it's a good next step where you plan out your entire week and you plot out okay. Uh, six practices a week, what are we doing in transition? And it puts your week in front of you because you know how it is, coaches. You start planning your week, and all of a sudden you realize, hey, you know what, we really, you know, we haven't done anything in transition for three practices now. Well, when you put that practice plan in front of you for an entire week, then you get to see, hey, maybe we'll go transition real hard for three days, take a day off, and then practice five and six, we're going to go transition hard here. And we're going to give up transition here on day four to work on more zone work. And we're going to work on zone stuff, practice day two, four, and six, or whatever it may be. But again, having that in front of you is a great resource so that you can see it and you've planned out your entire week. Then you go from that week to your rough draft for that day. And you go through, and I've got a sheet, and this is something that, this is a sheet that I use more often as you get into the season, as you really start scouting, as you're watching a lot of film, as you're dealing with the stuff that you deal with in the season. I just call it my rough draft sheet, and I've got all our drills. And again, I've narrowed down, uh, one of the things that I did in my couple years off is, I know this for a fact, I had too many drills, I had too many concepts. What are the really, really good drills that I want to run, and we're going to simplify, simplify, simplify. And, and that's one of the projects that I spent a lot of time on uh, for two years. And I, and I had my own criteria in my head, and I've talked about this, you know, the, the three skills, that there's got to be a minimum of three skills that we're going to use in a drill. Otherwise, we're not going to use it unless it has to deal with shooting. And so I've got that list, and I can just circle that. Okay, hey, I want to run. Uh, I know we want to do transition. Here's our 10 transition drills. Uh, here's the five that we do a lot. So here's this, but I want to change it up and I'm going to do this one today or whatever it may be. And then, of course, you go into your actual practice. And I really believe in typing up practices, if at all possible. I, I think it's there's just a neatness, a professionalism to them. Um, on my practice plan, uh, I, I've narrowed uh, what I've decided to do uh, this year is to narrow down my practice plan to one page. And if I can't get it done with one page, then it's not really worth, uh, it, it's too much that I, I, I've got too much on there. If I can't narrow it down to one page at about a 12 font on a typed up piece of paper and it's got everything on there. Then on the back side of that, 
I have um, a chart with our stuff, okay, uh, our X's and O's. So um, at the top of my practice plan, it's the practice number, where's it going to be, what's our theme for the day, and then our practice plan, 325 to 340, um, scouting report film, you know, boom, 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 and we're going through and, and got that all down there. And then underneath that, I've got a chart. That's the next thing. And that chart has our entries, our sets, our zone attacks, our our baseline out-of-bounds plays, our sideline out-of-bounds plays, our end-of-quarter plays, press break. Um, so that's the, all the offensive stuff organized there, our presses, and our half-court defenses right there. Okay, And so that's on my practice plan so that when we get into scrimmage situations, I can take a quick look. Hey, you know what? We haven't ran Maryland uh, against the zone. Hey, let's run this here real quick. So I don't forget that that's not there. Okay. Then I've got our players responsibilities on. And so that was, that was the first page. Let me be clear that that's on the first page. Um, the theme, the practice number, the location, our practice plan itself, and all our X's and O's. Then on the back side of that or on the second page is I have, uh, the, the list of responsibilities for our players and, and, you know, where I see them at one, two, three, four, five, um, and then I go into our, uh, on the other side, uh, underneath that, I've got our daily checklist for our team. And I talked about this uh, in another Foundation Friday, I believe, uh, you know, for our team. Did we have fun today? Yes or no? Did, I, did it look like the kids were having fun? Did we pursue excellence, et cetera, et cetera, right? And that's all about the team. Then I've got a daily coaching list, a checklist for the coaching staff. Did we communicate well? Uh, did I set a good example for the players? And that's going to be a quick little two-minute thing that I can go through at the end of practice every day. Yeah, yeah, oh, you know what? You know what? I really don't feel like I, I, we ended on a positive note today. I've got to do that better tomorrow. Uh, did we build positive relationships today? Yeah, we did. Circle that. Hey, feel good. If we didn't, you know, there's some room to, to write some stuff in there. Just a just a, a a checkpoint on you as a coach to make sure that you're doing your job. Um, and then underneath that, we've got our daily checklist of our X's and O's, uh, the things that I really feel like that are important that we cover on a daily basis. Closeouts, transition, defense, transition, offense, et cetera. And, and it's going to be hard to do all of those things every day, but that's the goal. Okay. And so that's my practice plan. And then underneath that, the very last thing is just, um, some, some reminders for me, control what you can control, fight for your culture every day, uh, joy, love, and trust. Just, just some things, acronyms, um, all of those stuff that, uh, I think are important that as you're teaching the game, you have that in front of you on a daily basis because those are the things that you're really selling to your team. You can run great drills all you want, but if you don't have a positive environment, if they're not having fun at the end of the day, if you're not communicating well, you know those are the real key points, and that's what separates the average from the goods, the goods from the greats. Um, the last thing, my suggestions to you um, as coaches, and these are things, and I kind of went through this in the checklist, uh, the really important things uh, that I think are really important. Uh, shooting every day. Uh, a minimum of 20. Uh, I really want to get in at least 30 minutes of just pure shooting every single day this year as much as possible. We are planning on ending most of our practices with stations shooting. We will have a uh, the shooting gun at one hoop. Uh, we'll have free throws at another hoop, and we'll have some, some cone work and ball handling uh, stuff at another basket, and then you know some optional stuff at a fourth basket. And we're going to break our kids down into groups of three and four, and we're going to go five or six minutes at each one of those stations. And that's how we're going to wrap up uh, as many practices 
as possible. So shoot, 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 shoot. Okay. Uh, rebound every drill. Um, I, again, that's that's something that you need to emphasize. I don't wanna. I don't want to spend a ton of time on rebounding drills, but we need to make sure that we rebound every single drill. I really believe it's important that you have 20 minutes of transition every day. The game is a game of transition. You've got to have offensive and defensive transition because you're going to be in transition somewhere between 40 and 70 times a game. So you have to get that down. That is such an underrated skill that you need to implement and practice every day. Along with the last major thing that I want to make sure that we do every day, closeouts every day. Uh, for our team this year, we're not a very big team, so we've got to close out extremely well and win one-on-one -on -one closeouts as best we can to keep the ball out of the lane because if the ball gets in the lane, we're probably going to be in a lot of trouble. So we're really going to emphasize that on a daily basis. And I think with the, with the way that the game is evolving, you've got to learn how to score one-on-one -on -one and in space, and you've got to keep people from scoring one-on-one -on -one in space. So... Uh, you know, those are just some concepts there. So for for Foundation Friday, number four, practice implementation and execution. Just some thoughts. Again, this is the, the X's and O's. This is the nerdy side of basketball that I know a lot of folks really enjoy talking about. And it's a big reason why people listen to the podcast and check out the Twitter feed. Uh, so I am all ears here. Uh, email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. I would love to hear your thoughts, your ideas on what you do uh, to help me make uh, become a better coach because practice is at the crux of everything that you do. Um, as Hubie Brown said, you better have great practices. You better have great practices. And if you don't have great practices, you're not going to play well when the lights go on on Friday night. Like I said, email me, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Uh, Follow us on the Twitter handle, a pen and a napkin. Obviously, if you're listening, you're on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, so, so follow us there. Like, rate, review, give us five stars. Again, Foundation Friday, number 44, practice implementation and execution. Coaches, as always, let's stay safe, let's pray for peace, and let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.